0: You are now listening to the Gradient Radio, an open space to converse about creativity with creatives. And I am your host, Antonio Knox. And today we have a very special guest. Today, our guest is a man of many talents. Not only is he an artist, he produces and engineers the songs that he writes. Today, Our guest
1: is (laughs) Dewan. Oh, man. What's good, brother? What's up, man? It's an honor, man. I I appreciate you having me here, man. Man, I appreciate you coming out and uh, wanting
0: to be a part of this. Absolutely. So, how are you, man?
1: I'm good, man. I can't complain. I'm blessed. I'm grateful. I'm here. (laughs) Yes. You know, so... um, all is well, man. How about you, bro? How you doing, man? <laughs> How's Knox doing? Hey, man. Um,
0: just trying to position myself. Yeah. For the present, but also the future. Mm. For the things that are here, but for the things that are coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I feel like it's a it's a perfect opportunity right now in this space in this time to be able to prepare myself for that. So, for the people who may not know who. The one is. Ooh. Could you tell the people?
1: Oh man, um, people. I'm. I'm still trying to figure it out, honestly. Um, but um, first, man, I'm a. I'm a student first. Um, I'm a teacher. I'm a. Uh, I'm a father. I'm a husband. Um, and I'm a creative. Um, passion for arts. Everything arts. Um, music is my passion, um, but, uh, I like, I just like to create, man, um, honestly. And, uh, I like to give back and try to pour into others, too, through my music, through my songs. Um, but yeah, me, I am an artist. Uh, I do have some, some, some music out there. Uh, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, man. That's me, man, honestly. I'm just uh, just trying to make it, man, trying to be a good person, trying to always become greater. <laughs> ah, no pun intended. <laughs> um, yeah, man, you know, just trying to work on my craft, perfect my craft as much as possible, uh, trying to grow. Um, well, yeah, That's that's who I am, man. Yeah. Today. <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah. Yeah, every evolving. It's always, man tomorrow may be something new so yeah, you know I'm just trying to be open to what's new you know and those type of things so yeah yeah man
0: how would you say you you found your way or you got into the creative spaces that you are in now like how did you get your start
1: uh typical story grew up in the church you know <laughs> uh I started man playing drums first for church like super young I want to say like six years old five or six years old something like that so that's where it started uh, of course they would always try to make me sing and stuff and I was not having it <laughs> but uh the drums is really where I got my start and um it's funny like I think I turned eight or nine and I started getting paid they like the church started paying me to play and i was like oh yeah i got to do this forever now like <laughs> i'm getting money to like make music yeah it's a rap <laughs> like this is this is this is what i need to do um so then picked up the piano um started learning the keys took a few lessons um then my cousin kind of got me into recording I had this big old like digital recorder super old and it's obsolete now um but got started into recording um, early, probably like on my own, probably around 12, she got me started like around 10. Um, and I was just always like fascinated with like making a song, like one person can make an entire song. Mm. And, um, like I just fell in love with that process. Um, so that's kind of how I got started. And from there, um, I went the sports route, man, cause sports was my passion uh I knew I was going to play football or basketball. It was kind of leaning more towards football cuz I'm not, you know, 6'5" or anything like that. I'm a decent height, but it's hard. Uh but football was definitely looking promising. But uh going into my senior year, I got in this like terrible car accident. And um had some colleges and stuff looking at me. I, like I that was that was going to get my way like uh into going to college and like pursuing um music as a degree um some sort some form of music uh musical degree and uh but I got into this accident broke my leg I didn't even play really my senior year like the biggest year uh and um so that kind of ended things and um luckily God has something else for me because I got a scholarship later on to go to a college to pursue a degree in audio production. And, um, yeah, man, at that point, I knew, like, all right, um, sports wasn't for me. Like, what's for me is music, audio, sound. Like, that's what I'm here to do, you know, and be creative. So, um, and then from there, uh, that kind of got me to what I'm doing today. It's just everything sound audio um and music so yeah yeah man before we dive more into
0: the music aspect of your creativity mm-hmm. what position were you playing
1: mm. <laughs> running back and linebacker. really yeah bro and it's crazy i have i still have the letters man from my i was going to clemson like i got the letter they was like we're interested let's see how your senior year goes, whatever. Boom. And I was like, Oh, it's a wrap. I'm going to Clemson. I even like, uh, had talked to a student that was there that was going to school for like audio engineering too. So I'm like, man, this is dope. Like I'm already talking to somebody in the field I want to go into. And then like, it's a very prestigious football college. So, um, that was like, that was going to be where I went. Um, I think they wanted me to play defense they wanted me to play like outside linebacker Mm. um but yeah you know there was another plan for me uh it's funny too man the end of my the end of the my senior year football season I got a call from another college head coach called me asking me like man uh like how did how did how did the year go like how, how was your uh season like how did it go he had no idea like i didn't really play they were still interested and i was just like oh you know man it went pretty good you know we didn't we didn't go far but you know it was good and uh and i'm just thinking like man i haven't even played for real like i don't know i don't know like what's going to happen but i knew like maybe off of this chance i could get into college you know somehow like and then I never heard back. Mm. And I was like, oh, man. And now I'm like, it's probably like December, going into the spring of my senior year, and I'm like, all right, what am what I about to do? Like, I'm about to be grown, and I gotta kinda like figure it out fast. Um, and then, thankfully, I got that scholarship, so. Mm. Yeah, man, but yeah, running back and <laughs> was back. Uh, I was pretty solid, too. I got some highlight tapes. (laughs) I definitely need to see those tapes. Yeah, bro, I got you. (laughs) I got you, for sure.
0: I got you. I need to see those tapes. So you you touched a little bit about the introduction of your music life Mm -hmm. with starting with the drums. Yeah. And how that kind of was the gateway to where you are at now. Mm -hmm. I know for me, like, there was a gateway for me too. like, I was, my mother, I was drawn as a kid and she gave me the tools to be able to start to express mm-hmm. myself in many ways. But for me, the gateway was when I was in the art class and one of my homies, he came up to me, he was like, he was making, he, he actually, he brought a piece of paper to school mm-hmm. that he printed out from the computer and it was a black South Park character.
1: Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. And I
0: was like, I was like, bro, like, because I was kind of watching South Park back then mm-hmm. and i didn't really see too many black yeah. south park characters <laughs> yeah. and so i was like i was like yo bro like what what is this like how yeah. did you create this he was like i got a computer at home and i have like this software where i just just mm-hmm. draw on it and i was like i didn't know that was a thing i didn't know people were able to draw yeah. on the computer Ooh. and he told me like what the program was and i was like ah, and I think, it, I think it was Photoshop. Mm-hmm. This is Photoshop was about... It was probably... It was like CS2. Okay. It like Photoshop CS2. It was like, yeah. I was 14. I was 13, 14 when I first found out about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, like, how can I find out, like, how to get the, the software? And so I went home, did my research, and I found it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, it costs, like, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. But somehow, I figured out a way how to get it. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I guess I... I, I dug deep enough and I was able to find it for free right right and that was just kind of like the get the gateway to like where I'm at now yeah that's where it all started where it all started oh wow so do you think about like where it all started all of the time and how you got to like this point
1: oh man um I think for me it's my family man my uh I have a musical family I was like just thrown into it um uh, my parents got me my first drum set when I was like two. And it wasn't like a plastic one. It wasn't like professional, but it wasn't like plastic. So it was like some decent material. Um, My dad always had instrument. There was always a piano at the house. Um, Might've been like a bass guitar or something. So there was, I was always like, music was around me. And um, my dad had a collection of like records too. And he would always play, like, records of, you know, the old stuff that everybody refers to, especially for, like, sampling and stuff. Um, But just so many, like, great hits. Um, My grandmother, she played piano, and and she uh, was an amazing singer. Um, So every time we would go over there, she would, like, show me some stuff or, you know, show off a little bit. Um, My uncles, I mean, like, literally everybody um i'm not sure like when it clicked i think when it really clicked though honestly is when i started playing music with like other people like when i would start jamming out with my cousin who kind of got me started in recording like when i just started playing with her it was like oh this is crazy like not only can i like i can jam by myself but it's different when you like doing it with another person and like Mm -hmm. y'all are literally not knowing at that young age like we're feeding off each other's energy but that's exactly what it was um and uh yeah man like i think that's really where it like clicked and um then me and one of my um good friends we started playing drums together um a lot and uh yeah bro like that's the part I feel like that really clicked for me mm-hmm. was like playing with other people. Um, and of course in a church, man, that was, that was big for me too. It was a big part of my like musical journey. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, now I will say one album that like did it for me is crazy to think about. Well, it's two albums. It's an album by Steely Dan called Asia that album and my dad used to play it that album was like oh yeah I gotta be I gotta do music mm. that was the first album the second one was Robin Thicke the evolution of Robin Thicke that was the second album that did it for me
0: was that the album with uh, Lost Without You? yeah that <laughs> okay.
1: whole pro- the album though is like I don't know man It, it those two like that's where it started for me for real like i want to create albums i want to like really produce music and do the whole thing so that's where it really like I, it got me serious yeah so and that was early man um i was young especially the stilly dan project that was that was young um so i knew i wanted to do music from like six it was either music or basketball at that time Mm. um so yeah man
0: so do you think if you were a lot taller you would have been a ball player
1: Ooh. uh
0: instead of going the route of you know football
1: no man um i don't know honestly i probably would have had a better chance um even with like the car accident thing because i broke my leg that's why Mm -hmm. um But there was enough time for me to recover for basketball season. I played basketball that year. So maybe, you know, who's to say? Like maybe. Um, But at that point, I think my passion had really turned into towards music more than like sports for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I mean, I love it still, but it's just more satisfying. And I feel like where I'm at in my journey now, like doing music like the music that I'm doing now is relatable cause I realize like I'm not the only one going through problems and things facts so and I'm all about like healing <laughs> no pun intended I'm all about healing <laughs> and uh, just becoming better and being able to uh, speak about emotions mm-hmm. a lot more and I feel like as a black man that's that's not normal at all anyway mm-hmm. but me being able to do it through music opens up like conversation um I don't think I could get that in sports so I would I wouldn't be fulfilled like just by playing sports even if the accident didn't happen and stuff like that so yeah I feel like music was always it for me mm-hmm. um so yeah man yeah when did you get to the
0: point when you felt as if like you were a singer like you wanted to be able to use your voice mm. as an instrument to be able to convey the emotions that you were feeling because mm-hmm. you spoke about when you were in the church yeah you, <laughs> you didn't want to do that at that point and you was okay with being a drummer but when was that transition that you started to become more vocal
1: mm. honestly bro i Like, as crazy as it may sound, I still don't really like singing like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do, but I think now for me, I figured out my lane. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not trying to be the greatest singer, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I know what to do for me that works. Um, But for the longest, oh, man, like, don't ask me to sing. Like, please, like. (laughs) please don't ask me to sing um but I looked at it like this like I have a voice people like like my voice Mm -hmm. which is weird still (laughs) thank y'all for liking but man um and it's like I noticed the live part of it like really like took it from me because like I noticed like people really like listen to me and um that made me like tune in more into like my writing, um, not because I mean if you you have everybody has a voice, but if you're not saying anything, like it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like so, I've turned more towards my my writing um, and how I use my voice with the words. Um, so uh, yeah, man. But singing was dude. I'm still like. I still don't classify myself as a singer, like I don't know it's weird man I guess something happened along I'm gonna figure it out something happened along the lines of my journey where I either got like embarrassed or something from singing where like it's still with me because mm. I still get like super shy or you know nervous or something like that I'm still I'm, I'm gonna figure it out yeah but Um, And then also, too, like I have songs that I write and I've worked with artists before. But sometimes it's like, no, it's hard for other people to sing the song like you need it to be like sung. Mm -hmm. So that's really why I do music. Um, I can write for other people, but certain things that are close to me. Like the joint I just played you. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I could give that to anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's like that's like the main reason. Like I, I have a voice. I need. I have only me can be able to like share this mm-hmm. uh, because it won't be as effective if it came from somebody else. Yeah. Even though it's relatable. Mhm. But um. Yeah. So. It's like, just you know how to convey it the way yeah. that you want to express it right and i can really put the emotion behind it yeah because like it's personal yeah um you know and and of course like as a writer you know working with artists we we would talk and we'll figure out the personal that they're going through and write like that but certain things that i go through like i I just have to do i have to sing it or rap it whatever it is so that's kind of my take on like the singing aspect of of me Mm -hmm. so so where did
0: the technical aspect come from you know the the producing the mm -hmm. the engineering and would Mm -hmm. you consider writing a technical
1: uh yeah honestly um i i think i'm i'm like this about a lot of things bro um number one money (laughs) <laughs> if I didn't I think that's how I really started off if I didn't do all of this stuff I would have to pay other people to do it for sure you know what I'm saying and like in high school and in college like we're broke bro like yeah, no capital. like really broke mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so and of course my parents like they did all they could you know I mean they weren't they weren't rich but they definitely supplied me with tools and stuff that, like I needed to get it done so I really just kind of learned before going to college on myself, by myself, and like I said, I've always played multiple instruments, so putting a song together was like easy to me um, at a, you know, yeah, cause I started so young doing it, like it just became easy to me. Mm-hmm. And then like recording, just being around people, um, showing me a few things, like it that became easy to me. And then college, like, really just nailed it in, like, where I really learned about sound, about eqing, about you know all these other things, processing. Um, and then I, I realized, like, man, God gave me many talents, and it's like, yeah, I can pay you to do this, but I can do it too, to be honest. Like, and I can do it well. Yeah. Now there's certain things that is not me. Like, I. I won't pick up a camera and try to shoot a wedding. You mm-hmm. know, that's not me. <laughs> I could probably do a decent job. Yeah. Probably, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I just rather pay. You know. Yeah. That that person's profession. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, but I feel like now that I, I, I mean, I got the education. I got the knowledge. I'm still getting the knowledge because it's changing constantly. Yeah. And um, and then I like to. I just like to do the whole thing because nobody knows you like you so um and i'm I'm sure there's people out there that i could reach out to to like get that sound or whatever that i need um but number one is like money <laughs> mm-hmm. number one bro and uh yeah i just feel like bef- before i reach out i'm gonna try first yeah that's just me like i'm gonna try to figure it out first um and then go about, if I need to hire somebody, mm-hmm. go about it that way. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, the same thing with me. That's how I became so good with, like, many different things. just because we didn't necessarily have the capital to yeah. be able to hire people to be able to do these things. So, yeah. So it was either you don't do it at all mm-hmm. or you figure out a way how to do it. And I think in the long run it, it has paid off like so many so much more dividends by learning than like paying someone because now going forward mm-hmm. i can do these things not only for myself for yeah. different brands but like many different clients and companies right and now
1: it, it just puts me in a better position just to live better yeah right no 100 percent. and and then two is like when say the time you do hire somebody you know like you can talk the language yeah you know what I mean yeah. like there's certain things that you just you just need to know mm-hmm. and um I feel like that's a that's another uh mm-hmm. reason why I just like to try stuff first familiarize myself with you know whatever it is may, maybe the gear or whatever it may be um just so I can I can at least be able to have a conversation with the person that I hire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that kind of just, that kind of helps that person out too. Yeah, Cause it's like, oh man, I can't like BS. Mm-hmm. Like this guy kind of knows, Facts. he kind of knows my job. Like, <laughs> and then that just, you know, opens up for them to like, okay, I got to take this project as serious as if it was Nike or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how I I look at it and I feel like that's a that's like a black culture thing Mm -hmm. we've never had the money or Mm -hmm. or even like the opportunities to just be like can you do this for me yeah so man we learn how to do this and this and that and so I feel like a lot of this just come from just that too yeah um not only in the audio world or you know my profession but just Life, Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, maneuvering through life. Mm-hmm. Like, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's why I feel like that's why I started the process of like reading so much, so many books, like, because like that knowledge is there. <sighs> yeah. And to be able to utilize it, but also to give the information to other people so they can utilize it for themselves right. and their, their, their lives would do so much because there was a period in time where we would. Probably get killed for a reading, oh man, right, yeah, and that I mean that's another story, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, but now we are in a position that there are the information is out there, the internet is super powerful. We can search anything at any time and to be able to have time to read and to obtain that information and put ourselves in a better position mm-hmm. because we didn't have that before um i think it's like super powerful yeah. a super powerful thing um and i'm super grateful for this time that we are in like right now because we can better <sighs> position ourselves as we have been doing right as as been doing even though we didn't have the capital to be able to allow someone else to do it for us mm-hmm. because because we had to take the time to be able to learn it and put ourselves in position it, it just, it's just it's much more beneficial to us going forward. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I mean that's that's incredible. No, that's right, man. Yeah, I applaud you too on on the books, man. <laughs> like we were talking, like I really, I definitely want to make that cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you're right, bro. Everything is in a book. Like everything we need answers to. Even like how you feel (laughs) yeah no facts it's in a book bro i like i read a book a while ago i can't remember which one it was in and i recently posted it it's like just smiling holding a smile for 30 seconds changes your entire mood yeah i found that out in a book not from like a doctor or anything or television or instagram like i found that in a book and it really works bro like the simple thing is that and it's like man something so simple like can change how you feel, yeah, your entire body, yeah, so yeah, let's make books cool, man, <laughs> read more books yeah i wanna I wanna write one one day, mm too i i've been I've been having this idea for like two years, man, I just haven't started, yeah, but uh I wanna write a book, yeah, I feel like you I feel like that's on your list too ah uh, man
0: i don't know i mean I- i've thought about it okay I- I've-, I've definitely <laughs> thought about it but I-, I haven't like thought about it extensively mm-hmm. i think for me if if i am going to write a book it's probably going to be when i'm like 50 yeah for or, like sure. 60 when i have a lot more like experience with mm-hmm. life um and and maybe by that time it could be like a new york bestseller and yeah. th- which would be like incredible oh yeah um, But, like, as of now, I don't think I'm in a space to be able to say, like, I could write a book, you know?
1: For sure. I think that's why I haven't started either. It's like, I just need to live a little a little more. Mm-hmm. Granted, because I'm, like, I'm going through a lot of changes, like, now over the past few years. Like, yeah, I need to let that simmer mm-hmm. and, like, figure figure everything out to be able to, like, help who's under me, who's coming up, you know? Yeah. And, um... But I definitely want to do it in a cool way, man. Mm -hmm. I want to make it cool. Like, I want to make it cool, so.
0: Yeah. I I think it's possible with, like, all of the emerging technologies, obviously, like, with the cryptos, the NFTs, and all of that, and how the the blockchain is going to change. Mm -hmm. um, Not only the music industry, but, (sighs) like, so many different type of industries out there, and how we consume, like, information and knowledge mm. and, like, Web 3 and all of that, like, that's going to change the game. And yeah. so, you know, <sighs> yeah. people are getting further away from, like, reading physical things. I love mm. physical books, but, like, I think there's going to be a space. They speak about, like, the metaverse and all that. Like, yeah. Like, how people are going to be, like, totally consumed in that. So, it's going to be, like, many opportunities for mm. you to be able to do it, do it in a cool way. So, just time, for real. Yeah.
1: I didn't even think about that, but you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm yeah it's coming yeah it's coming for sure
0: yeah yeah i mean we are we are born in this time for a particular reason like if if we weren't supposed to be born in this time we wouldn't be born in this time we, we probably would have been born been born like later yeah true or or before and but like this is the time that we have right now and mm-hmm. so we have a purpose right now to be able to fulfill many different things and take advantage of the things that are around us. And mm-hmm. so, you know, some people take advantage of it. Some people don't. And I believe, like, when the time comes, you will take advantage of that opportunity.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I'll probably be hitting you up about it, too.
0: <laughs> for sure. For sure, bro, yeah, for sure. So I know it took many years for you to really... Find a sound mm. for yourself. I, I believe, like, the first song I heard of yours was Love Hangover. Oh, wow!
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
0: I, I did purchase it, but I think the first time, like, because, like, I think it was different for me knowing an artist and hearing their music mm. on the radio. And I think the first time I heard it, I think I texted you too. Yeah, I did a I text you or I, I tweeted you, and I was like, I heard your song, and it was like yeah. a, at a late night mix. Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, Yo, this is like fire. I remember that, bro. I remember that. I don't. I don't even think we have met yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I remember that actually. Um, that was definitely like the first big thing for me. Um, but the crazy thing is like that song wasn't even for me like I I that was like a reference track like the vocals and stuff Mm. was all recorded and it was supposed to be for another artist Um, I'm never I'm I'm not really sure what happened Um, I I think we got word that he recorded it but uh, he didn't put it on the album Um, and then the guys that we were I was working with at the time was just like bro it sounds good like i'm going to just put it out for you like we we, we got this deal with like Siri, uh, Sirius uh yeah radio so we just going to push it we just going to push it whatever and uh they pushed it and it was definitely playing in uh in Richmond it was playing all through Virginia cuz somebody like Hit me up from like the seven five and was like, "Yo, your song is da da da." Um, so yeah, that was cool, man. It was uh, I was young, younger, mm-hmm. and uh, that was a big like ego boost <laughs> for sure, man. Um, I'm definitely grateful for that too. And I, uh, it comes to find, I think that song was like in the top twenty on like xm radio or something at really? one point yeah really? bro it's like man it's like it's crazy dude so that that was huge for me man that kind of really started a lot of the stuff for me um but my sound has evolved so much yeah, since then for sure and the crazy thing is like i didn't produce that record okay so i um i did do i, I wrote some it was a co- we co-wrote three writers on that Including myself, and then I mixed it as well. Um, so that was cool, and of course I performed it. But um, yeah, I didn't produce it, so it was like that was like a different sound for me from what I was doing like before, um, and definitely after. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's evolved for sure. But yeah. that, that's like that was a big moment for me when that song came out.
0: I'm curious now what is the songwriting process and obviously I know it's like different every time depending on oh, yeah. the type of emotion you're trying to convey or mm. whatever is on your heart at that time. Like what is that like process
1: like? Mm. So now for like for my personal stuff um I've pretty much been writing like everything by myself especially on the album that's coming out or it might be out by the time this video is we'll we'll see It depends on me um but honestly when i'm creating especially stuff for myself i like to be alone like by myself man um and it usually just kind of happens like i don't plan um excuse me i don't plan for in like for a specific song or I want to write about this, I kind of just, like, sit down. I might start playing keys or go through some drum sounds, and it kind of just happens. And then, like, depending on how I feel, literally that day, as of recently, when it's my personal stuff, I just kind of start going in. And, like, that's usually how it goes um, for the most, most part. Uh but like like you said it can it's different man it just depends on what's going on um for other people like we'll we might sit around and talk kind of get how they're feeling or oh, they might have a concept that they want to do and then we'll go in like that but for me i just like to be alone mm-hmm. literally like so i can feel and like think without any distractions and uh go from air, yeah so now the love hangover joint that the hook was already written by the producer and um it had no verses or the bridge and so me and my brother actually uh was working on it and we, we came up with the rest so that's literally how it went they sent it to me and uh, like I said, it wasn't for me. It was for a bigger artist. I won't say any names, but um, yeah, man. Mm. So it's just a case by case thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I've had that question asked too. It's like, what it is the creative process for like how you do things? So I knew it, it was going to be different mm-hmm. every single time. There is no creativity is not linear. Right right so like how you get to one point you won't get to the same point the same way exactly so it's different every time you yeah. know you were you were so gracious to allow us to use tolls yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the the short film that we created that like so many people loved um so many people fire. Um, enjoyed What was the process of creating that? Because like I love this song (laughs) and so many people else love this song. What was that like creative process, creating that body of work?
1: Oh, man. So let me think about this for a second. Because I feel like I I made the beat. And it's funny. I was listening to a couple songs, like early 2000s R&B. Right, so I was listening to a couple of those. One being "I'm Missing You" by Case. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if you listen to that in toes, you can see the inspiration. Like, you can immediately hear like the inspiration. And um, so I was like, man, I love this vibe. Like, I I need to make something like this. And so, <clears throat> I started making a track, and then. I literally like started singing the first verse um yeah like the first couple lines just came quick and i was like oh this is fire bro (laughs) like i i knew like there's certain things that you do that you just know you just know it's like all right this joint is it and then there's some that's like yo this is this is cool you know what i'm saying but like that one i was like this is fire and so i uh I like played it for my wife, whatever, and I was like, "How can I tie this into um, the album? Cause I, it has to be on the album. It's like too fire." And she actually said, "Like, you should write about like, like a like a toll or something, like, like going through a toll." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Hmm, I could play on that word, like, like how something is like." taking like a toll on you you know like the play on the word I think so that's how that came about literally as soon as she said that I was like oh boom the rest of the song was done in like an hour or so really yeah it was just it's just like special moments like that you can't really explain it just like click you know and um for that record that's literally how it happened yeah um and yeah that's that's one of my favorite songs for sure yeah um it's it's like i said i was trying to achieve like the early 2000s r&b vibe and i feel like that type of stuff is just like timeless and i uh i was like i don't know sometimes i can't even believe like that's my song like because it still to me feels like Yo, this joint's still fire. It's, and it's old. You know, every single
0: time, bro. Yo, I appreciate every it, Every single man. time, bro.
1: <laughs> and I'm just like, it's crazy. Like, that that doesn't happen, like, often. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, it's funny. My son will request it, like, toes. You, I, I think yeah, he was yeah, on the phone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, toes, toes, the one, whatever. I'm like, oh, man. So that's when I really knew. I was like, all right, it's a hit, bro. Yeah. You asking for <laughs> it. Yeah, it's a hit. Yeah. So yeah that's how that one went man and um it was yeah it was a special thing yeah very special yeah Uh, i appreciate you for man allowing it being in the film bro
0: hey man hey man we're we're still (laughs) pushing it to allow it to go to different film festivals so like as many as people as possible can hear it to be able to see it to be able to be a part of this moment um that that scene wouldn't be the same wow without the song like every i'm telling you like so when we would do like the screenings i would have the remote in my hand and every time that scene came on i would turn it up because it <laughs> oh, sounds crazy the, the mixing and the engineering i think i told you that too yeah. i was like the mixing and the engineering sounds so amazing man it's it's incredible
1: bro thank you man it did sound good in the theater <laughs> though I was like, Oh yeah, he was right. Yeah, bro. That jump was knocking me. Yeah, it was <laughs> I was like, Okay, I see what he's saying. Yeah. No, I appreciate it, man. But it comes, you know, just comes from learning, bro, honestly, always learning. And um just trying to capture um, you know, what I the vision was, just trying to put it out the best way I could. So Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. That that scene is dope. Yeah. Hey. I, people have been hitting me up too about it. Um, I think you showed me a couple like people that was like, "Yo, what song is yeah. this?" Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I'm grateful, man. Yeah,
0: hey man, sure. that was that was your work, bro. Yeah. So you you spoke about having a family, mm-hmm. right? You have a wife, you have a son. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you had a wedding, mm-hmm. and I I don't know if it was the day of mm-hmm. or the day before you dropped this song.
1: Oh yeah, it was.
0: Mm. or probably like right before like everything happened
1: it was something like that it was either the day before or the day of it was something like that yeah
0: how is how is creating something creating a a song like that Mm -hmm. to to commemorate a moment Mm -hmm. but also to show your love for someone
1: yeah oh man Whew, so that that song like has been in the works for a while. Like a long time, man. And um I knew like well we both knew, like, it had to be in the wedding, like, for something. And um I was fortunate enough to have the violinist there too. Yeah, yeah. I actually got her to play on the record. So she's actually playing on the record um, that's out. Uh, So it was just a beautiful thing, man. And I always, like, I started writing it even before I met her, like, started it, but it was never finished. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because, like, I finished it. I could finish it probably the year or the year before we got engaged. It was like, I could finish this record now because I know, like, who it's for. Mm. Um, And, uh, yeah, man, that's just a special song. Like, it's a timeless thing, man. And those words are just like, forever be like how I feel, too. Um, And how she feels. Um, We sing it to each other every time it comes on. Uh, We have a little moment. So, uh, yeah, man. And I definitely wanted to share it with the world too like i didn't want it to just have it for our wedding Mm -hmm. because i wanted people to know like like this is genuine love like and um you know hopefully it shows we're not really on social media too much but yeah you know like we really have something so special man honestly like my best friend like that's my dog you know what i'm saying like and as my lover too. So it's like yeah. everything I could ever need, you know what I mean? So just being able to share that is um special for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's beautiful. Um I
1: mean y'all, the two of
0: you are a beautiful couple. Thank you, man. You uh, know, it was a it was a pleasure to man. be able to capture the moment. You killed it, bro. At the wedding. Killed and it. it was it was a beautiful place to be. Um so you you played me a record yeah you played me a record that's about to come out soon whenever Mm -hmm. this ever drops or it's probably out right now. yeah it's probably gonna be out yeah yeah, it's probably out um and you know you spoke about like how from the black perspective men don't really have a space to be emotional or vulnerable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um earlier um and and on that track you were really super expressive about the things that you've been experiencing or you've had experienced mm-hmm. within like these last couple months or this last past year. Mm-hmm. Um, could you speak a little bit more to that?
1: Yeah, man. Um oh man, let's see where to start. So I mean the record uh I think I, like I was telling you man, when uh, I was I was just coming home from church one day, like a while ago and I uh found a sound, you know, was going through some sound, then I started making like the track. And then the words just literally just came to me. The song was done so quickly, bro. It's that was another one it was just like it was kinda me like venting, you know what I'm saying? Um, without having to physically do it to a person. Uh even though me and my wife talked about stuff a lot you know but it's still kind of weird as a just because as a man to be able to like speak on like being hurt you know what i'm saying because i'm a man you're supposed to be you know what i mean like all the time nah that's that's what's expected exactly so it's tough to like express it express you being hurt without being aggressive because a lot of times I know men will turn to like aggression out of hurt and um, the record like I probably could have been negative and nasty I wasn't I was just speaking like literally how I felt and trying to you know be open to the fact like I'm okay with change like I know what has been for years like and uh, even though stuff had happened on like a big day in my life the biggest day one of the biggest days in my life um the biggest probably the biggest day of uh my life because that was a union you know what I'm saying um so just being able to be open and speak about it um felt like it's just it was just therapeutic man honestly and being okay with letting things go like, that was also, like, my release, like, for so many months or whatever weeks, like, that, like, really had a hold on, like, me and my family. And um, it was tough, bro. I'm not going to even lie. It was tough, man. Um, a lot of relationships uh, that are no longer relationships, um, not only from, like, friends, but even family, too. Like. Planning a wedding, man, is like the most stressful thing in the world. And you kind of certain like certain people you just like know will show up. And granted, a lot of people showed up, but a lot of people didn't show up, and a lot of people that so-called showed up aren't here anymore. You know what I mean? So it's like a it's just like a drastic change a lot of drastic changes in a short period of time so um being able to like really talk about that and you know get it off my chest was like therapy and um like I haven't talked to these people like yet and honestly I don't know if I ever will um maybe like but hopefully the way I did this record um will, like, potentially maybe open their eyes to, like, how I felt or how, you know, like, we felt because I don't think I ever had a chance to express how I felt about certain situations that happened. Um, So, you know, maybe it will open up for a conversation. And, like, I think I was talking about it earlier, like, that's the biggest thing I want to do in my music is like, be able to make people think, and be like, oh man, maybe we need to have a conversation. (laughs) Or even if it's not with me, maybe you need to have a conversation with whoever, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think that was the goal for this record. I honestly didn't know if I was gonna ever put it out, but um, it just made sense to me um, because moving forward man like I I really just want to be about love and positivity and healing literally um, going forward so but in order for me to do that I have to speak about the things that are uncomfortable that can be uncomfortable Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day for real for real it's all love like it's all love. It'll always be love, even if the love is at a distance. Like, um, you know, so I think I said, like, I wish you well in the song. Like, I really meant that stuff. But, like, it's cool. You know what I mean? Like, I'm cool. Hopefully you're cool. And that's it. Like, it's all love. It's all love. It's all love, man. That's what it's all about, to be honest. Yeah. No, I feel like it's a lot of pressure, too, on people thinking, like, people don't know how to love from a distance, either. Like, I was talking to somebody about, like, how you have, like, high school friends, right? And then when you grow up, it's like, you, you feel like you have to be, like, still tight with them. But, bro, like, life is so crazy. Like, you could be on two totally different things man and and it's okay like you gotta like really understand like it's okay yeah like if you're a genuine person like it's okay that we're not on the same path anymore mm-hmm. you know it doesn't make you better than me it doesn't make me better than you it's like we're just on two different paths right now and like hey i'm always here like it's like i said it's, i'm always here it's all love but Like, I got to take care of what's over here, and you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And it's cool. So, yeah, yeah, man.
0: Yeah. You know, that saying, um, people are here for a season. Yeah. You know, and you spoke about the the analogy for, like, your high school friends, Mm -hmm. and that was, like, one of the things that, like, I thought about, like, coming straight out of high school It's like, you meet these people you with you are with these people for four years and then you kind of like go your own way yeah you go on your own way you start to go on your own journey and you try to keep connected with these people but then it's like life Mm -hmm. life just happens and to be able to not have any ill will for these people Mm -hmm. to still love these people in a different way um it takes so much power yeah to be able to do that and you know as you change as they change things change mm-hmm. and in life um that's just a part of the journey it is man. it's a part of the journey um thank you for like expressing yeah, yeah. expressing what you expressed and you know i know how that was like on your heart
1: yeah, yeah yeah, and
0: all of that and um thank you for taking the time to elaborate on that
1: for sure bro thank you man i appreciate you
0: so what is the
1: what's what's next So, um, an album is next for sure. Um, Now, depending on when this comes out, it may be out. I doubt it's going to be out. Um, But I'm shooting for, like, the end of February. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I want to say.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking about dropping season two, like, around that time. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. um, It'll be um, the album. So, pretty much majority of the songs that I've been releasing excuse me is um is going to be on the album the album is called ways crazy enough I've been working on this album for like 5 years man like I think I released another album while working on this album wow I believe yeah it's been a long time and it's funny like the sound has changed completely from when I started um But I've been through life, too. Like, the reason it's called Waze is based off of, like, the journey of life and all the things that I've experienced so far. Um, And I'm pretty sure other people have experienced, too, or will or has in the past. Um, Each title of a song, it has to do with travel. Um, It's crazy because I think I had the idea before I called it ways was to like make a album about like road signs um and so that's kind of where it all started because it's it's just for me it was just easy to do like life is a journey so like everything makes sense so like I have songs of course Toads is going to be on there I have a song called um Intersection um One Way uh Navigate, I believe, is going to be on there. We'll see. Um, a few others I um, have a song called DUI on there. That's probably my favorite song on the project, Above Tolls, mm-hmm. shockingly. Um, I have a song titled Danger. But, yeah, just all about, like, travel and the things that you can see or come across while you're traveling in life or on the road you know what I'm saying so it's like a play on all of that yeah. Um, so yeah it's real deep man it's like it's, I don't think it's I don't think anybody will be expecting this um, I honestly don't even know like the genre I'm gonna place it in yet because I'm it's like it's so different from like what I my albums or EPs in the past Um so it's gonna be interesting man yeah yeah I'm absolutely
0: <laughs> looking forward to it I, I love I love your music yeah. I'm a I'm a fan thank you bro and I and I see and now understanding like what it takes mm-hmm. what you put behind it and I've always felt like, what you put into your music, but to, to be able to hear the process, mm-hmm. to understand that it's coming from a, a place within you deep down inside mm-hmm. Um makes it much more relatable because, like, you're, you're trying to, like, relate to other people, but yeah. it's, it's coming from you, too. Right. At the same time, you've been through these experiences, mm-hmm. and so that makes it even much more real. Yeah. Um. So, I,
1: hey, bro, <laughs> like, I'm looking forward to it. Man, I'm excited, bro. I'm, I'm really excited for people to hear it, man, because it's definitely it's a different me, you know, it's, it's, it's a new me for sure from the old stuff. Um, but it's, it's better, man. It's so much better. I've gotten so much better, man. Especially with like the writing process, man, like really being able to talk about how I feel. So I'm excited to, to share it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. Looking forward to it. Absolutely.
0: So, What is something that you would leave to people based off of your experiences? Um, Typically, we like to have this moment for the subject to uh, drop a gem Mm. to be able to be left with people. Hmm. Um, What would be that gem that you would leave people or that person Mm. Looking forward to getting into like this particular career, mm-hmm. going down this route of not really understanding or not really seeing the whole spectrum and lane and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 creative journey. What would you give? What 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 would be that gem for that you would leave people?
1: Okay. Um, there's a couple of things, man. Honestly. Um, all, number one is to always be a student first, especially starting out. You got to always be a student. Soak up as much as possible. Um, number two, though, like the biggest one for me as of lately is like stop listening to everybody. Like you can't listen to everybody. Trust yourself. Um I'll explain just a for me I was asking a bunch of people like how I should go about releasing a project or you know like and um, after every conversation it was all love but I just I didn't feel good <laughs> like it didn't feel good to me and then I had a conversation with a like a, a A&R about like releasing music and she told me, basically told me what I was thinking myself. And I was giving all these other people the same idea. And it was like, "Nah, you need to do it this way. Somebody who does it was like, yeah, you need to do it exactly what you're saying. <laughs> and it's like, you have to just trust yourself, man. Like, you have to trust yourself. And I won't, I won't say stop listening to everybody. Just be careful you listen to like it's only so much you can get from somebody that's in the same position as you you know um and that's what i had to realize too was like um yeah i can't take advice from everybody that's trying to get it just like me Mm -hmm. because they trying to fit they don't they don't know (laughs) (laughs) you know they're trying to figure it out too um so that's a huge one and Man, just always show love, man, love and positivity, and be able to recognize it. like train yourself to recognize what's real and what's not that that alone is is so huge, and the last thing is just be kind, kind and courteous, kind and courteous takes you further than you can imagine. you don't even have to be that good, but if you're kind and courteous and you show positivity and love. That alone is is half of the The formula You know Just be a genuine person man Continue to grow And yeah That's it bro Hey man that was A gem of all gems (laughs) Oh man It's so true man I'm just uh Yeah I'm just grateful to be able to recognize those things myself And uh hopefully be able to help others man so
0: yeah i believe this episode will help so many different kinds of people the people who will come across um they will take from it yeah they will learn from it um and that's why like we have this that's why this show exists yeah um i want to say thank you for once again being a part um taking some time coming out um telling your story telling your journey. I'm super appreciative,
1: man. I'm grateful, bro. Thank you for having me. Seriously, man. Of course, it's been a it's been a great time. Always, always, yeah, always.
0: My name is Antonio Knox. That is Dewan, <laughs> and this is the Gradient Radio.
1: Nice.